All right, so we just walked through the uh, the Fender booth. That's true. Uh, what are your first thoughts, Steve? Um, so they're rolling out the was it the American Professional Series? Yeah. We didn't get to talk to a Fender rep. I, I kind of wanted to know how big of a scope that's going to be replacing. I know there's a lot of speculation that um, it will be replacing the both the standard and special lines. Uh huh. I can't imagine Fender bailing on the special line in its entirety. I guess we'll just have to wait and see at this point. I don't think they would bail on it. I think they would, you know, adopt it into that line. You know. Well, the thing is, is the special series is normally like five hundred dollars less than the standard line. Right. 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 All I see the the. The mood I'm getting from their booth is that they want to like simplify stuff, like bring everything kind of pulled back, like kind of like not have so many lines and just be like, here, here's Fender guitars, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, their their booth was definitely like, you know, I kind of said this as we were walking through. I think the thing that I liked about it was that they had a dedicated demo area that really only had like maybe like. A handful of core models that they really wanted to showcase, uh -huh. but everything else was just on the walls, which was kind of the the opposite of Gibson. Where in Gibson, it was like everything was plugged into something where you could demo it. And then in the Fender case, again, like there, which is weird because even though Gibson had everything hooked up to like a headphone thing, it didn't feel consumer friendly. No, it's it's way too cramped because it's just open. Yeah, it's just open things. Fender had like these little mini cubicles. Yeah, as a garbage, not very good guitar player, uh, the Fender booth was definitely a lot more. I say booth, it's a room. Right, it's definitely a lot more comfortable. It feels more consumer oriented. The booths where you can sit down and play, they have actual amps. Yeah. They're like Mustangs. They're the Mustang Series amps, the uh, Basement 25s for their basses that they yeah. were demoing. Um, I will say, like, a, a lot of their finishes looked really good. They look, yeah. And not just like, I mean, if they you're going like to present perfect. It, if you, yeah, if you're going to present at NAM, obviously you want to present your best stuff. Uh huh. And I know some companies have. Not Fender. I can't. I won't say like Fender Gibson. I can't name anyone specifically. Just a general complaint where people have said like, "Oh, I tried out this company's thing at like this exhibition they were doing, and then I bought one, and the one that I received was like just garbage yeah. compared to what I demoed." Um, but it, with the Fender case, it was like if it's on the wall, you kind of picked it up, looked it over, but you weren't really like demoing their wall models. Yeah. Something I thought was interesting about the Fender uh, room this year is that they didn't have everything from Fender's brands. They didn't have any Squire. Yeah, they, they I felt like they really highlighted... Um, it was all about like Fender American. Stuff. Was, I mean, there might have been... Was there another room with Squire? They had the offset Duosonic Mustangs. I think that's all they had that was uh, import. I thought those were still Fender, though. Yeah, but they're imports still. I think they're Mexican, right? Are right? there no... We only went into one room. Is there a Squire room? I don't think so. I haven't seen one. We should probably go back up. But I've been up here for a couple That's days. True. I haven't That's seen true. it. Um, but I really... I mean, one of my favorite things of, of the Fender booth uh, last year and the year before that was the... Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the... What is it? The... the the base sixes. Yeah. Or the Squire base sixes. Like right. Like, getting to pick one of those up and try it it was like, wow, this is really, really good. 
Yeah. And so I didn't get to have that experience with the Squires this year. I would have liked to touch a uh, one of the uh, the Supersonics, one of the new Supersonics. Right. I definitely there there were elements to it that I don't remember from last year, where it felt like they were really trying to showcase their their uh, custom shop master yeah. built type, well, like these that, extremely high end builds. I thought that was really cool because it was like a museum. It's like look at these art pieces. Yeah. Some of them are super super tacky. Some of them are super rad. Like really cool finishes, right. really cool concepts. There was a strat that had, instead of a humbucker in the bridge position, it had two single coils right. just like put it together really close together. I bet they were wired like a humbucker. I, I'm sure they were, but I bet they sound different than a humbucker. Right. The thing that you pointed out to me was the uh, that katana. I know. Somebody like custom shop ordered a Fender katana, which I don't think those have been produced since like maybe 1985. That is so wild. It's such a weird guitar to like custom shop. Yeah. And it's got, it had like buddy guy spots on it, like the polka dots. And it had yeah. uh, this really weird like bow tie inlay on it. Like someone had a crazy idea, idea with that one for sure. Yeah. But I thought it was, I really enjoyed the Fender booth just for like how open and like welcoming it felt. Yeah. It was, uh, it was definitely. It wasn't claustrophobic. No, it was definitely open. You could move yeah. through pretty freely. We struck up a conversation with some rando dude, and it didn't feel like awkward. Yeah, yeah, really good, uh, really good job on the random dudes in your booth, Fender. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> like because it's it was a the noise level in there was enough that like there was enough hubbub going on. There's enough of an, an environment that you felt comfortable just talking to randos. Uh huh. Um, it didn't feel like sterile, right? Like it didn't feel like, like the Gibson. I guess to compare, like the Gibson booth almost felt kind of like a hospital, where it's like you're not sure. You're just sitting in the emergency room, like, and you don't want to be like, yeah. "Hey, man, what are you in here for? It, <laughs> How they, bad was your herpes flare up this month?" The Gibson booth is trying really hard to look like the like the waiting room of like a really hip hotel, yeah. But then like it's very un just very uncomfortable to be yeah. in. Yeah. Like you, I couldn't get out of there quick enough, really. But like Fender Ruth, I felt like I could hang out there a long time. Yeah. Like I could sit down at one of those little like, cubicles like and like we, play around. We might have pulled the trigger too fast on this, and maybe we should head back up there and see what we missed. Because we didn't see, like Fender owns some subsidiary brands that we should be interested in, like Gretsch. Oh, there are there is like a Gretsch room so and stuff like that. We yeah, can still so go hit those. There's the Gretsch room has like Jackson and Charvel and stuff in it too, gotcha. and like a couple other brands. Uh, what's really interesting to me, I'm sure it's been going on for a while, but Jackson and Charvel, I think they're both owned by Fender now. And it was years and years ago yeah. when they weren't, it was a thing that they couldn't use the Fender headstock shape. Yeah. Now they're using the Fender headstock oh, shape. Oh, all the time. Yeah, which I think is really kind of fun. I wouldn't mind at all having a, uh, a Charvel with a Fender headstock because I think it looks cool. I'd, I'd have to play one to figure out if I actually liked it, but <laughs> I'm, I'm on a little bit of a hunt for a Floyd Rose style guitar this year, so it's really, not, it's not off the menu. Okay. Yeah, there's one in the basement down in uh, in E level. It's like this Japanese company that you got reminds your eye on? it reminds me of the Hamer Californian with like 27 oh frets. I had a lot of fun playing it the other day. All right. Well, I think we uh, maybe had. I think we'll, let's go back over to Fender. We're not going to report on it. Uh, and then we'll head down to the basement. Yeah, sounds good. Or maybe we'll head up uh, like the, the Gretsch room and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Later, guys.